0: It's time for Geek Gamer Weekly. Center of the most
1: calculating intelligence on earth. The Uber Podcast. Just for Geeks and Gamers.
2: We have news for the beautiful people. There's a lot more of us in our view.
1: With your host, Joseph Fulby. Men wanted to be like him. Women wanted to be with him. John Kessler. He will be talked about in the same way that
0: Rockefeller and Carnegie and, and Ford are talked about. And Chase Nunes.
3: For your information, butthead, he's headed for the video championships in Los Angeles. Now. Live from Earth. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then?
2: When? Just
1: now. It's Geek Gamer Weekly.
2: This is Geek Gamer Weekly, episode one eighty three, recorded on Sunday, November thirteenth, twenty eleven. Game on. Game off. GGW is brought to you by the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. For more information, visit techpodcasts.tv And by Minecraft Me The new show that is all about the hot game Minecraft. For more information, visit geekgamer.tv slash minecraftme And by Wirecast Plug in your cameras, prepare your shots, and broadcast live with this powerful software package. For more information about Wirecast, visit telestream.net and click on the Wirecast page. Hey everybody, welcome again to another edition of Geek Gamer Weekly. This is the original podcast for geeks and gamers. I used to say uber podcast, but I say original. And the reason why I say original is we've been doing this show in some faction form or function i should say sorry Uh, for at least about six years Uh, we started off by uh, doing a show called hoser chat i did uh, the show with my good friend kyle rumley and then that evolved into something uh, called control f12 with kyle rumley as well and then eventually uh, joe jumped into the show john kessler jumped into the show And we've evolved in something called Geek Gamer Weekly. And then we started our own little enclave of shows at geekgamer.tv. Where we have another neat show called Minecraft Me. Which is about the game of Minecraft. Uh, So this show this week is going to be a little bit different. And the reason why it's different is we just watched the first ever beta episode of Game On. Which is Twit's new gaming show with Veronica Belmont. And Brian Brushwood. So, we have unmasked a huge panel of experts to talk about and to tear the show apart and also talk about the top gaming news of the week, meaning Battlefield 3, Modern Warfare 3, and our picks of the week. So, let's go ahead and introduce the cast of characters. First off, I am Chase Nunes. You can follow me on Twitter if you want, at Nunes, N U N E S. And joining me here in the studio this week, a man who needs an introduction. A man who fights fires with his bare hands. Mr. John Kessler, our president of chat operations. What's up, Mr. John? Hi. Uh, how how it goes over there? Just ducky in in the John corner.
1: Yep, John corner. I, I like
2: I like glancing across. You know, we could talk. Yep, have right good there. conversations. I
1: can't see Joe, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, well, I used to be able to see Joe, but you got a new monitor over there, so I can't see the other monitor. Here, let me see. Yep, I see Joe now. Okay, that's better. <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: Um, by the way, we're also doing this live, and so we have some a uh, couple of participants in our chat room at uh, live.geekgamer.tv. Uh, so I'll, from time to time during this recording of the show, I'll be glancing over at the chat room. And a gentleman by the name of Brian says, says, we're not... We shouldn't be worried about Twit being competition, but I have opinions about that. Also joining us on the show, from the Oregon Bureau of Technology and Gaming Research and Development, Mr. Joseph Falvey. How you doing, Joe? Hey, how's it going? I'm pretty good, man. Pretty good. So, well, uh, really. now
0: that, that they've set the precedence with that show, are you going to fly me up to uh, your place every <laughs> Sunday so I can uh, do the show live there? Uh,
2: yeah, we'll get right on that. Actually, I could pay for the train. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can afford a train.
0: Every Sunday, though?
2: I don't think (laughs) Uh, Maybe. I don't Uh, have that kind of... So so our top story this week is is a weird kind of a story. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, TWIT, which stands for This Week in Tech, is a network of podcasts and video shows, over 20 of them, uh, that have some of the top tech stars in the world of technology. Leo Laporte, Tom Merritt... And now Veronica Belmont, uh, and Brian Brushwood, Patrick Norton—the list goes on and on. And if you know anything about geek stuff and even gaming stuff, you recognize those names. So they launched a show this uh, today. Uh, we're recording this live on Sunday. Something called Game On. And right now, I'm bringing—I'm t- actually piping in live feed coverage. They're doing something called a LAN party. So they're they ha- calling a LAN. Party. They're calling a LAN party, and I'm going to pot yeah. up the sound a little bit. Burning, burning! So, so they're they're showing yeah, these really probably four or five gamers in in the Twit Studios playing games, playing an old game, a TF2. Not too bad. That's that's
1: because it actually has a dedicated server.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I I find the ir- irony here now. Joe Joe is very very much an expert when it comes to to Thanks. land party gaming. He actually is a staff member of a huge land party on the West Coast called PDX LAN. If you want more information, pdxlan.net. Now, Joe, on the very, very basics of definition, what is a LAN party?
0: I usually define a LAN party as a bunch of friends or a bunch of people getting together and playing video games together on a local area network. Now, they That's are doing the LAN that. LAN party.
2: Now, they are doing that. They do have, it looks like, maybe four. They have a few people who four. are
0: playing... Within the Twit Studio, apparently. Yes. We don't know how many. We know there's at least one, but we don't know how many there are. I think there's at least four. You think there's at least four?
2: Yeah, I've, I've seen four different faces.
0: All right. So there's potentially up to four people in the Twit Studio playing on their network, but they're playing on a server that's online with uh, 28 other people because it's a 32-player server. All
2: right. So they're they're playing online, and they're... They're playing Team Fortress 2, which is, you know, a land based game and an Internet-based game. Obviously, they're doing this because they're trying to recapture the magic of the screensavers, which was a show on tech TV a long time ago where they had LAN parties every once in a while in the studio, and it was powered by NVIDIA, and it wasn't really a LAN party. I actually participated, or I tried to participate in one of these ones, and here's how it went. You would send an email in that you want to participate. And they would send you back the server information, which was an online server. And then you would participate with the other members of the show in the studio. So they're, they're obviously trying to recapture that. They're trying to recapture that magic, the fun, and the marketing opportunity to get NVIDIA or some other gaming company or technology company to sponsor them. They really want to bring in the money for this thing. So the the game on show, and then the lamp party afterwards is going to be called shut up and play so they had their beta show this week which introduced us to the gaming side of veronica belmont now veronica belmont is a host of techzilla on Refusion three she used to host a gaming show over uh, with sony called core so we watched the whole show together we did a critiquing mystery science theater 3000 style we were banting back and forth Hanging out with the people in our chat room, Brian says, and Suncast. John, what were you? What was your f- first initial impressions of the show? Game on.
1: Blah 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 blah. Oh, look at that. Okay, blah 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 <laughs> blah blah. Oh, oh wait a minute here. We have this segment. No, okay, blah blah, blah Next, blah blah.
2: Now, don't we do the same thing? I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I mean, don't we do the same thing? Blah, 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 blah. Let's talk about this show. Blah, 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 blah. What's the difference between us and them? We have Joe. Is that the only difference? Yeah, ah, that's it's true. Joe. That's we have true.
1: Joe. I'm so,
0: just, Twit, let's just be known. If you're willing to fly me down for your <laughs>
2: show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. No,
0: yeah. I, I think the biggest difference between this show and their show is... Um, all of their content is pre produced. They do about what, two or three minutes of filler of just banter between the hosts, and then they go to this pre produced thing that obviously somebody worked on all week. And it's it's more like a
2: It's a magazine I mean, it's more type like, show. A,
0: like a sports highlight show than a than a you know any any other kind of online show, at least as far as I'm concerned. But I guess that's what you can get away with when you have a lot of money you can hire professional
2: editors. Now, Brian says in the chat room, it is in beta. Should now should we be cutting them any slack? Because it's in beta, or do we do we you know do we have the right to actually you know, pull some punches here? Well,
1: you know, the, the obvious. You know, we we watched it earlier. They were going through some of the setup stuff, getting oh, yeah. the mics done yeah. and stuff. Which you know, I could see that as being the beta. But the actual, you know, when they got down to it, you know, they the were content. They were trying to do some content. Yeah, you know, I know it was kind of you know, you know, fr- a little bit free from the hip on that. But I think you know, come down to if if that's a representation of what the, how the show is going to go, as far as once things are ironed out a little bit, you know it's you know what kind of you know the the content was kind of soft.
2: Chat room saying as they uh, Leo wanted to be a sports center for video games, you know, quite quick, quick, fast paced. Um, the the only thing that kind of bothers me is I think they spent too much time yip yapping. Uh, I'm not going to hammer them for any of their technical issues that they had during the show at all. Microphone no. audio, cuts. I'm, I'm not even critiquing that.
1: Screen resolution changing. Yeah,
2: I'm not critiquing that one bit. I'm critiquing the content, okay? And I'm not even gonna going to crit, uh, critique, um, you know, um, maybe the content that they selected. But the hosts, you know, that, that kind of stuff is, is is free range. They were ad-libbing a lot of that stuff. And I think some they're spending a little too much time on topics that didn't seem relevant to the situation. Like, well, they had a segment. What was it, Joe? Do you remember where they, they were talking about Mario Kart? Oh,
0: uh, they were talking about the, the cheapest weapons cheapest, in gaming. Yes. Yeah. And one of them was the Blue Shell, and another one was the... Uh, um, Does the the casual gamer
2: and Doom and uh, is that just filler or does a casual gamer really care about that?
0: Well, I think a casual gamer might think those are cheap weapons, but you know, one of the weapons they they talked about was uh, the UT. Um, why can't I think of it? The guided missile, the big powerful one.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but uh, one of the weapons they said that and that they said that was a super cheap weapon and that anybody Well, the biggest
2: one was the BFG from uh, like. Well, Doom. they talked
0: about that. The Redeemer, uh, yeah, the thank Redeemer. You, uh, Redeemer. Uh, Brian says the Redeemer in, in UT. They said was a cheap weapon, and it's like, well, I, I guess if you don't know how to play UT or you're not a very big UT player, you agree with that. But most UT players I know I play with know to see a Redeemer and then shoot it down. You know, uh, so it's not. I don't think it's that cheap a weapon. Same thing goes for the blue shell. The blue shell only shows up for people who are at the back of the race. Who need a leg up? Uh, it just seemed like they um, their list was not. At least it wasn't what I would pick. But I suppose that's their right. They can pick what they want to pick. I, I just don't have to.
2: I, I just definitely don't agree with that. The you know honestly, the, one of the segments that was a little bit um, minorly disturbing was the whole app diction. I mean, they were trying to. Uh, Show. Yeah, that,
0: that little preview video was a little creepy. That I mean, little preview clip the, they the, did.
2: The, the guy with the uh, yeah, with the
0: iPod plugged into his vein in the in the
2: bathroom stall. That was. I felt a little, weird a little bit about that. Yeah, that was, I don't that know that why. I mean, obviously it's beta. You know, maybe they're they're trying to make the feel. I don't know. I mean, we are
0: at, we are definitely. I mean, Chase. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I am. I'm sure you are too. John, of course, isn't because he has a, a uh, an Android and there you know like aren't any really good apps for it. But uh, you know, we are app addicted. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I've ever thought about trying to plug the USB cable into my vein and hang out in a uh, yeah. in a bathroom stall, but yeah, whatever.
2: Uh, it looks like the the Twit live feed is having some issues. They're they're now Oh, <laughs> oh they they're gone back. Yeah, there's yeah, OMG Chad was the one on the toilet by the way, and he's actually playing uh, TF2 oh. right now. Is he one of the hosts? Uh well, no, he's he's just he's one of the production people. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's the one who, So they are having a LAN party in the studio. And then they're offering people to come in and play with them.
0: Yeah, but I mean, how many people are... I, I, I still want to know how many people from the city are playing.
2: Uh, four, maybe five, six, Yeah, tops? but I mean,
0: then it's not it's not you're having a LAN party and inviting people to join it. People are playing online and you're joining them.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. It's... Uh, wait, I think he's starting to say okay. something Hey, here. what's
3: up, everybody? Uh, this is Glenn. Welcome to the first TWIT LAN party. Yeah. I know that we're not sure if spy. Oh, for recaps. Well. Thank you, whoever upgraded my. Yes.
2: <laughs> All right. Once again, this is in beta. They're they're trying to get things together. Okay. Fire coming, up, coming uh-huh. up the tower. You,
3: yeah, take the IP address off currently.
2: Yeah. Why is the server no. full? <laughs> no one can get in.
0: Well, yeah. It's it's only a thirty-two player server.
2: Yeah, and, like there, and, and there's thousands of people watching right now. It is in the spirit of a LAN party. I, I give you that, Brian. Nice
3: no uh,
2: he's out of frame. You're in frame.
3: Oh, gotcha. Okay, cool. I can see what's up there. Take a step. Maybe in this direction. There we go. It's a little better. Hey, what's up everybody, this is Glenn, welcome to Shut Up and Play, the first beta of the Twit Lamb Party. As you can tell, we are still in beta production, getting everything set up here, following the new Twit video game show, Game On with Brian Brushwood and Veronica Belmont. We apologize for just how chaotic this has all been. We're setting it up right now. For those of you that have been paying attention, we just did a very quick, complete camera technical uh, rejiggering here of moving everything around to get set up for the LAN party, and we apologize to anyone that was not able to get in on Team Fortress 2, the game that we're playing today. So uh, bear with us. We're going to do some gameplay now that we're up and running here. Uh, we will be resetting the server in a little bit, giving some uh, more of you a chance to get in on the action if you weren't able to get in as is. They should ban everybody in there. We 2 up and running on these systems <laughs> provided by Doghouse <laughs> Systems, and uh, Brian Brushwood will be joining us shortly once he's done with this post-game-on meeting. To uh, get in on the action. Until then, John Tilton, his assistant, is actually playing as Brian. So uh, don't take too many knocks. He has Brian's an assistant. If uh, John Sorry. is completely stinking up the place. Anyhow, what do we have going on on the action right now, John? How are you? Ha- how are you hanging in right there?
2: All right. Well, well I'm not going to stay here forever on this, but you guys get the gist. I mean, they are trying to do it in the spirit of a lamb party. I agree, but to call it a lamb party, it's it's they're, they're trying to get people to get included in it. Fine. Mm-hmm. I respect that. You know, uh, you get a chance to kill the hosts. I get that, too. Uh, and ex- for the exception of John Tilton here, who's impersonating a host. But, but he's an assistant. <laughs> uh, I-
0: oh, no. I, I mean, that's a, that's always a big attraction. We do that at, at PDXLand all the time. We have uh, staff members get into a server, and then we invite people at the, at the LAN, the actual LAN. To uh, hop into the server and and kill those those staff and it's always a really popular game. Yeah. So I understand that attraction to it, but
1: why don't they just call it uh, the stu- you know the stu- you know the studio game play you know the studio game hour? I don't know, or I think whatever.
0: Chase. I think you're right that they want to steal the or they want to you know sort of borrow the thunder from capture
2: from the and, uh, essence from the past. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of the viewers and a lot of the people who are drawn back to Twit because of Leo and because of the other tech personalities miss tech tv and i'm one of them i mean if you look over my right shoulder here you know i got a tech tv emblem you know i have nothing but respect for leo and all the people there who are trying to put out some some good content i just feel this whole game stuff they're getting into an arena uh and they're trying to compete with some some big top names uh and trying to compete with some big top companies that provide this kind of content and it's one of those things where you know you look at a show like what we try to do uh and we try to, we, we, we don't sugarcoat things. We, we, you know, and we're not for the beginner either. I mean, Joe, like you were saying, if someone tried to enter that IP address into their browser to try to join yeah. that game, that would be a problem. And you wouldn't, <laughs> you would just be like, forget you. Like
0: if somebody, if somebody did that, if we gave an IP address out at the land and somebody came up and said, yeah, I put it into Internet Explorer and it didn't get me on the server, we would tell them to pack up their computer and leave. <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean, it wouldn't be quite that bad, but it would definitely be um, ridiculed after they left. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, you know, Brian says, I do remember, you know, X-Play was on, on Tech TV. Uh, actually, I remember when it was called GameSpot TV. I, I remember that even before it was called Extended Play. It was GameSpot TV, then it turned into Extended Play, and then it turned into X-Play. I mean, I've, I've been a viewer for a very long period of time, I just, this this kind of stuff here, you know, I don't feel a good cohesion between Brian Brushwood and Veronica Belmont. And the reason being is we've already seen Veronica on many other things. We've seen Brian Brushwood on many other things. It would have been nice to have someone fresh and someone new th- to help create this content. Maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so critical, but it, I don't know. I mean, all these pre-produced pieces and, and then the, the yimmer yangering between the two What's the difference between that and something that what we do and something that other podcasts us obviously Leo has the money and the production power to put something behind it. And it, and, and the reason why we even bring up this whole thing, because it, it feels like it kind of destroys shows like ours because oh, we don't know John Kessler. We don't know Chase News. We don't know Joe Falby. It doesn't, well, they know Joe. They know, It doesn't matter, but we know <laughs> Veronica Belmont, and she's a girl, and she games. Oh, we're going to get those guy gamers to watch the show. That's, that's what I feel. I mean, they're they're trying to hammer to the demographic, and that's a smart thing to do. Yeah. I mean, any, any anything you you want to add up or uh, add to this, Joe?
0: Oh, I, I think you're right. I, I think, um, I mean... I, I'm I'm a little bit of, at a bit of a disadvantage since I didn't really watch any tech TV. I didn't watch. Uh, I don't watch
2: any tech uh, Twitch shows. I don't. Uh, well, then you I, you can give a nice unbiased uh, comment on this. I mean, uh, please do. I mean, I mean because it, it seemed like
0: they were too happy to be talking at each other rather than talking with each other. If yes, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it does the the way that they're doing their show is like i think what's intended to be quick to be they're they're talking to be heard not to have a conversation yeah. oh yeah yeah there's a chat room yeah yeah we, we see what you're saying yeah 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 all right let's go back to and you know the, it doesn't feel like they're truly trying to engage and then when someone truly tries to engage oh veronica will you marry me which is a generic having fun yeah, I mean, comment it's, it's they get that, banned you know, i mean come we on we had
0: we had somebody at a pdx land come up to the the guy who runs you know who who owns pdx land on our third event, I think, or our second event, I can't remember, as part of the talent show, as a joke, he came up on stage and proposed to his wife. And uh, and everybody thought it was hilarious. And we certainly didn't kick him out of the event. Oh, yeah, floor. you banned him, absolutely. He, he's now, I mean, he was staff, and now he's a uh, he's a, a, a great friend, and he's, you know, a long time, uh, he, he went down to Force Land. He helped staff GeForce Land this uh, this last month. So uh, it's it's just ridiculous that they would have that approach to somebody doing something like that. I'm sure that, you know, if somebody was serious about it, it would be a little different. But <laughs> you know, that, that's preposterous. It's in a chat room.
2: So, well,
0: over-sensitive, but whatever. Yeah.
2: Well, obviously, you know, we're going to see changes to the show. They're going to be doing some tweaks. Uh, yeah. the, the thing is, though, one thing that I've known about Leo, and Leo's talked about this, uh, he he uh, does a show called This Weekend, This Weekend Tech, te- actually, This Weekend, This Weekend Twit, talking about the state of the network. It's a really mm-hmm. cool little piece of the show where it's a kind of like, behind the scenes, hearing from the the CEO, Lisa uh, Kensel I think it is, and and Leo, and they just sit down and they talk about shows on the network, and one of the big things was this this gaming show. And some of the things, you know, you know know how gamers can be. We all know how gamers can be. Sometimes all they like to do is just bitch and complain, not give any good constructive criticism. I thought that was my department. That's John's department. (laughs) But they don't like to give any feedback that's really constructive and sometimes it feels like the, the, the higher ups won't listen to it anyway. Cause they already have their mindset, you know, mm-hmm. like oh, we have this idea in our head, what we want the show to be like. So, um, but Hey, we'll see, we'll see if it, it improves or not. Mm-hmm. Obviously our show has never been geared this way. You know, we try to really have an intellectual, you know, gamer, hardcore. I don't even like to use the word hardcore gamer, but more like an intellectual type of a gaming conversation, where, you know, we're we're passionate about games, we like games, but we're also in a we're normal, if if that makes sense. <laughs> we bathe and we shower and we do other things other than game all day, um, except for John, uh. But yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's our little spiel and review of the beta version of Game On. Now we won't see Game On again until like february uh because of the holidays and then of ces coverage so they're gonna retool probably refocus uh and try to try to do a whole bunch of things no offense but this girl looks like a zombie look at her playing she's just like emotionless yeah that she's a machine (laughs) she's a machine oh game over look there's some clan members in there with the o underscore o's anyway all right so there's our uh, there's there's that show Another, uh, another thing, too, we want to talk about this week is a little bit of Battlefield 3, a little bit of Modern Warfare 3. Now, I just got my review copy of Modern Warfare 3. I've been playing through the single-player version of the game. And so far, it feels just like you know, you're just being left off from Modern Warfare 2. Uh, obviously, it's based on last year's engine. It's just a revamped storyline. Well, it's line. based on the Modern Warfare One engine. A modern Warfare—that's right. Well, which is based off of last year's engine. All the Modern Warfare
0: games <laughs> are on the same engine. Which
2: is based off a last year's engine. Which is based off the previous year's engine. Yeah,
0: yeah. two years. But I mean, it's. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I played through it. I didn't get a free copy. I had to pay for mine. But I paid. I played all the way through it. Um, I finished it on Thursday or Friday, I think. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't think it was bad. It's only—it's only, it's it's only really about short, six, though. seven hours single yeah. player. Yeah. Um, I haven't played any online stuff. I've only played the single player. And uh, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Um, it wrapped up the storyline, which I think was good. Uh, it had some actually what I thought was some really, really cool callbacks to earlier in the games, the yeah. Modern Warfare 1 and 2. Um, it, it, I would say it met my expectations, but it didn't exceed them.
2: Graphically, like we talked about, it's based on a, an engine two years old. So, you know, most of the systems that are out there, PC systems we're talking about here, can run it just fine if you have a relatively modern system. One uh, of the
0: things that was nice is they did do more. Obviously, it's it, the, the Battlefield 3 engine with, um, with what, what they call Frostbite, Frostbite 2, um, is the, the engine that's behind it, it has a lot more uh, physics capabilities, a lot more advanced engine, but it's also only a, a year or so old now. Um, actually, I guess it really only came out this summer, but it, it's you know been in development for the last several years. This engine, of course, is significantly older than that, so it didn't have some of those capabilities. But they did a really, really good job extending that engine and doing some fairly impressive, obviously scripted events that looked like they could have been real physics. Um, I don't want to give too much away if people haven't played it. But no, I don't want to do that really either.
2: Cool. I mean, Brian says in the chat room, it's uh, Modern Warfare Two, uh, rinse and repeat with uh, better graphics. It's it's a better polish.
0: I think it's. I think yeah. the story is perhaps a little better than Modern Warfare Two as
2: well. Yeah, John has no opinion because he refuses to purchase any game now. Other if it it, ha, it has to have even the title. No, and then John well, will and, buy and it. Here's, actually,
0: well, here's the thing though about Modern Warfare Three, and this is what pushed me to actually purchase it. Is on launch day, I opened up my Steam and I went to Steam Tools and I saw Modern Warfare Three Dedicated Server Tools, and I was like, hey. Check that out. Yeah, I did. So that. I started downloading yeah. and installing dedicated server for Modern Warfare Three. So I have the dedicated server. All right. For Modern Warfare hey, 3 Chase. Installed on my computer. Yeah,
2: it yeah flip it. this around. Hold on. Yes, John's showing me his laptop.
1: Look what I have queued up right there
2: on Steam. He's got Modern Warfare Three queued up uh, to to pull the trigger on, on his laptop. Now hey. he won't. He. But well, now, if you're going to yeah, now if you're going to buy Modern Warfare Three, you're going to have to buy Battlefield Three because we're playing both. <sighs>
1: but there's no dedicated service for Battlefield There doesn't need to be a uh,
2: Battlefield 3. Here's one thing, uh, and th- which gives us a great segue to move into Battlefield 3. Now, we've okay. talked about it for, like, the last two weeks. Yeah. And the more we play it, the more it's growing on me. And it, it's like a fungus, right? You know, the more you want to hate it, the more you you keep <laughs> playing it. Um, so the multiplayer is a lot of fun. The multiplayer is really good. Uh, yeah. The co-op's okay. Uh, you know, the, the problem with the co-op, in my opinion, is... You know the the segments are, are definitely forced, and you know you can't really truly play like a a co-op single player mode. They have to push you on this progression, different missions, and you're doing it with your buddy. Uh, the one mission that I think I enjoyed the most, honestly, was the uh, the Apache helicopter mission, because it felt like you're really truly working together as a team. One was the pilot, one was the gunner, and you're kind of doing that sort of thing. It would be nice to have those types of situations with other vehicles like say a t- you're a tank driver your buddy's the gunner you know that sort of thing uh the graphics are f- just phenomenal i mean if you're doing a, a visual a comparison between battlefield 3 and modern warfare 3 i think battlefield 3 has got to win easily i just i think it, that the engine that they're using is just phenomenal uh it looks great um and the i will say this that the online battle log stuff is is awesome as well I mean, really, it
0: actually works out better than I expected. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Even though it is wonky and weird to have the server browser in a web browser, that's wonky if you're playing on the PC side of it. Obviously, if you're on the console, it doesn't affect you. Um, John has no opinion on this because John doesn't own that one either. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you,
0: it's a pretty game. If you have a machine to play it, it's a pretty. Po- it's a very pretty game.
2: Now, the, do uh, they? Do they have a? a, 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 a Beta or not a beta, but a demo version that you can download for the PC, Joe? I don't think so,
0: but I'm really not sure. I don't know. That seems like a simple thing to uh, to to look for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's? Yeah, Brian says Uh, no.
0: uh, Maybe no. (laughs) uh,
2: No. No. No PC demo. So they
0: have gameplay demos, but no PC demo.
2: Okay. Yeah, Brian. I guess on, they consider the
0: demo to have been the beta, uh, or less. Um, but too, of course, not everybody got into the beta, and the beta is not available anymore.
2: Yeah, John's pulling out his credit card right now. Hold on, they're oh. they're, they're talking more on the game Does stuff.
0: In speak our stuff. It's being streamed for our other guys. Oh, that's nice. Nope, Chuck that stuff. Yeah, I'll make sure that if I play a spy, I'll <laughs> ask you
2: for. Uh, so the guy's talking, and no one's hearing him. In 10 yep.
1: Seconds. Help is all you need, brother.
2: Okay. All right. Well, they're playing TF2, so that's 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 yep. great stuff. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Let's go ahead and do our picks of the week. John, do you have a pick? No. Joe, do you have a pick? <laughs> uh,
0: I. Come on, John. I, I think out. I'm. I, I'll use this. <laughs> All right,
2: well, Joe. What is your pick of the week?
0: Um. So I just actually just ran across this. This actually sounds pretty interesting. Um, I'm I'm an iPad user. I have an iPad. I don't have an iPad 2. I have an iPad one. Uh, Chase, I know you're an iPad user. Yep. John, I know you have a, a Nook yep. um, cripple or something like that. Cripple. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Uh, a Nook cripple. I love it. Uh. Uh, but uh, I also have a, a few friends who have picked up uh, the Asus Transformer, which uh, by all reports was one of the best or is one of the best Android-based tablets. It runs Android uh, 3.1, which is, I don't know, creamsicle or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what the names are. Uh, anyway, it's it's a really, really good good tablet. I've The times that I've seen it, times that I've used it, it seemed pretty good. Um, however, there's a new uh, uh, tablet that's coming out, Android tablet that's coming out, that it looks like it's probably going to give the Transformer a bit of a run, uh, especially in the business market. Um, Lenovo's coming out with this. They're calling it the ThinkPad tablet.
2: Uh, it's Think actually pretty Pad cool. Tablet. All, right. All right, go ahead. Yeah, keep talking it, about it. It's I'm actually pretty it
0: cool. It has almost exactly the same specs as the Transformer. It's a little bit cheaper, um, but uh, significantly it comes with 3G, or you can get it with 3G. And uh, it doesn't look like a toy. It looks like a business tablet, like you would expect from IBM or, or something with a ThinkPad. Is this name coming on. with
2: a keyboard as well? I mean,
0: is this. Uh, it has a keyboard dock that you can plug into it, uh, but it does not, by default, come with a, a keyboard just like the Transformer. Um, let me see if I can get you a, get a link. Uh, well, I, into-
2: I I found it. I found it. I'm just yeah. in the process of bringing it up now. So
0: so yeah, I mean it's it's actually it doesn't look like a bad if you're going to get an Android tablet it doesn't look like a bad tablet. Um, it does. Uh, uh, Lenovo says it has a, a price you know in the six to seven hundred dollar range, but uh, I found one on Amazon for four hundred and thirty bucks. So it's right in that price point with all the other tablets. Um, and if I was going to get a, an Android tablet. You know, if I was going to p- pay full price for an Android tablet and not get a Kindle Fire or something like that, this would probably be the tablet I would pick.
2: Yeah, this this looks very, very, very clean. It looks clean.
0: really professional. I mean, it looks like a nice professional machine. It doesn't look like a, uh, you know, a, a, a toy that you'd play with.
2: Yeah, so. and we're looking at it here. Uh, but yeah. there you
0: go. That's the best I can do on short note.
2: No, no, no. That's actually not, it's, it's not a bad pick. I like that pick, actually. It's a really good pick. I mean it's it's kind of a shame though you know this is the season of tablets or the year mm-hmm. of tablets yeah. wonder what bill gates is feeling like right now you know <laughs> he's to... hey um he's too busy trying
0: to dig that bullet out of his foot actually
2: yeah. um, um Will it play BF three yeah.
0: though?
1: <laughs> so actually Joe yeah. now what, what tablet was Joe just looking at? I was kinda of trying the to do ThinkPad little, by, uh, The ThinkPad by Lenovo. Lenovo. Lenovo ThinkPad tablet. Yeah. Um, now, this is not
0: the first Android tablet Lenovo Lenovo's released. They did mm-hmm. have a consumer level tablet that they've had out for a little while. This is their first business one that, that that they've really marketed.
1: All right. Um I did see in the recently or in the last week that uh, you know, borders not borders. Barnes and Noble was coming out with their new unit. You know, they dropped the price on it's, the Nook. Yeah, the Nook. the Nook. Yeah, it's called the Nook. Yeah. The Nook tablet. Nook tablet. Yeah. Yes.
0: I just, it's exactly the same as the Nook color, but it comes with the App Store built into it already.
2: And it's got a better it's more beefier under the
1: hood. Yeah. No, I thought it was the same
0: specs. Is, no, is it? it's a no.
1: more memory, yeah. a little more CPU, um, better battery life. Um so yeah, it's just a beefed up you know and yeah, the same it's, form it's a, factor. A
0: beefed up Ta- uh, Nook color, yeah. Mostly probably to compete with the the coming Kindle Fire. I mean, yeah. Okay. I wonder if it uses the uh, Amazon uh, App Store or if it uses the real App Store.
1: I, th- <laughs> <laughs> the, I well, does it use the real one or the fake one? No, I doubt talking, it's going to use no, the Amazon <laughs> App Store.
0: Yeah, could you install the Amazon App Store on
1: it? I I don't. know. Can I, Chase? Can you? Uh, <laughs>
0: no, I mean on the on the Nook tablet without rooting it. I know you can do it on the Nook color, but
1: it's well, no, I don't think, well, we'd have to see, we'd have to get, you know, yeah. get your hands yeah. on one to see. Nobody
0: right. would have to buy one. Yeah.
1: So, all right. Well, that's a cool pick, Joe. The, uh,
2: the, the stink pad, as someone said in our chat room, the <laughs> Lenovo ThinkPad.
0: think pad, <laughs> tablet. Yeah.
2: by the way, the fat man uh, came in from Oregon. So it might be someone we know. I don't know. I'm looking at their IP address. Uh, the Lenovo ThinkPad. It's a tablet that does it all except for playing Battlefield 3. Sweet. So, <laughs> My pick of the week is a product that I just picked up. but It's a product that I've known, out, known about for a while. And i got to say, it's a really, really cool thing. It is called the HD Home Run. Now, they make a couple of different varieties, but the one I got is the dual variety, and you're looking at it here live. <gasps> it's from a company called Silicon Dust. If you want more information, head over to HD dhomerun.com and the thing about this neat little box and it's gotten smaller over the past few years, is you take your antenna or your cable and it will And, and I mean, I don't know if you can see this, but the, 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 the picture here on the back here, all you do is you, you put your signal into it, a Cat5 cable and power. That's it. You install the software on your PC. It will integrate with Windows Media Center. It will also integrate with Lots of other types of stuff. Like if you're on the Mac, uh, it will integrate with ITV, E-Y-E-TV. If you have uh, Linux, uh, MythTV. You can also use Snapstream, SageTV, Media Portal, VLC, TS Reader. And what this thing will do is will let you watch TV on any computer that you have on that network. In addition to that, if you have an Xbox 360... You can set up Windows Media Center Extender and then watch your live over the air broadcasts or cable on your Xbox 360. This little device, you can get it for 99 bucks on at most major retailer outlets and online and some stores will price match if you look around. Nice. Uh, The cool thing is they also make a second edition of this device that uses cable card. So if you have digital cable at home and you wanna get all your hundreds and hundreds of channels. Um, You can use one of these, integrate it with cable cart, and then pop it in with your media center extender or media center, and then your computer can turn into a DVR. So this can actually, you know, this this is basically a network attached tuner for every computer in your house. Xbox 360, if you're gonna be doing that as well. This also works with XBMC, so Xbox media center, if you're using that home theater software as well. Um, Boxy, I mean, this thing is really, really cool, so uh, check that out, HD Home Run. Uh, if you want more information, hdhomerun.com. I now, love- Chase, yes. I, I,
0: uh, on this idea of a TV tuner that you attach to your devices, uh, I was wondering if you've heard about this rumor going around that the, yes, uh, and I, it's not a rumor, it's been shown, but the, the Boxy Box 1.5 beta yes. has a TV tuning feature built into yes, it. Yes, I have heard of this. And uh, so wondering if, uh, if maybe... Picking that up was a little premature. And the, if uh, since you, ha- I know you have at least one boxy box, uh, you might get the TV tuner for that. Well, the thing uh, is just one of the standard USB ones, and then you'll you'd be able to use over the air or unprotected cable through it as well.
2: Well, the thing is, I'd like, you know, I, I read about that. And granted, mm-hmm. that will that will be beneficial only for that one particular boxy box. I don't know if that would network throughout your entire house like something like this, the HD Home Run would do where i can pick up the hd home run feed on any computer i have in the home on my ipad on my iphone using an app i can pick it up anywhere as opposed with the boxy box you would have to buy uh you know a third party tuner usb plug it in and you'd get tv through your boxy box onto your tv um it really i think they both do separate things joe yeah uh but I'll say this, though. If my boxy box does have a tu- uh, the, the ability to do a tuner, I'll just throw on a splitter, which I already have now, and yeah. I'll split it right to my boxy box, and I'll have maybe a one-stop shop for all my tuning pleasure right there. But the cool yeah. thing is I like the HD Home Run because I can watch TV on my PC and not have to worry about running coax to my computer, having a tuner card in my in my PC here. If I want to watch it out in the LAN, no matter where I am on my network, I can watch it. So how does that compare to the Sling Box then? Uh, doesn't don't they both pretty much do the same thing well the sling box doesn't have a tuner so you you have to get your oh. you got to get your signal into the sling box uh, so the thing is the sling box has uh, you know A v inputs I think it's mm-hmm. gonna, it might have coaxial i I haven't checked um, but the sling box, yeah oh they have a they have a device called the sling catcher
0: yes which has a tuner it sounds like yeah okay yeah, no, the sling box is great. Oh, but it was discontinued in April
2: 2010. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the sling box, and by the way, that's our picks of the week. Um, the, the sling box, I just killed myself. I'm back. Um, <laughs> the sling box is good if you have like a DVR or yeah. a cable box and you want to watch your stuff anywhere. But you could use your sling box for other things too. I mean, you can finagle it how you wish. It takes yeah, any It'll accept any input. It's not yeah, exactly. limited. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I um I I dig it. So I guess when I bite the bullet and ditch my cable service or my TV service, which I'm going to have to I'm going to be forced to do soon anyway. Yeah. Uh maybe I'll have to pick up one of these
2: too. Well, what you got to do, we got to get you an antenna on the house. Oh yeah, I know that. We got to get you an aerial. Yep. Get you one with an antenna rotator. I I th- that's one thing I think people don't realize a good importance of is an uh, we're getting real geeky now but <laughs> the uh, the an antenna rotator so if you go to antennaweb.org yes you type in your address it will tell you where your transmit where the television transmitters are in relation to where you live they'll the direction and and all that fun stuff and so some stations broadcast in different places not everything's going to be in the same direction So let's say you want to watch Channel 4, and then you want to watch Channel 13, but they're in two different places. You're not going to go up on your roof and physically turn the antenna. So an antenna rotator, which, you know, dates back to, what, the 50s, probably, uh, (laughs) will let you turn the antenna from the inside of your house. And uh, so you can get a really good, decent uh, UHF antenna, an antenna rotator, uh, get you an amplifier on that antenna. And you'll be able. To well, and as
0: I recall, AntennaWeb.org will actually tell you which antenna will give you the best coverage yeah. in your area.
2: There was another website. I think it's TVFool.com. Let me look here.
0: Well, it's it yeah. not a specific t- antenna, but like there's different classes. Or you know what a better Google. a better
2: site that I would uh, would uh, advise people to go to is TVFool.com. That's a that's another great website. This actually gives you really hardcore information like transmitter strength to your location your geography uh, in your area, uh, much, much more powerful tool, uh, tvfool.com. And it will even tell you what stations you could pick up if you amplified and all that fun stuff. Uh, so and, and it even integrates with Google Earth. Uh, so if you have Google Earth on your on your computer, um, I mean, it's really powerful stuff. So yeah, tvfool.com is another good website. I totally forgot about that one until it popped in my head, <laughs> antennaweb.org. Antennaweb.org is pretty much the first one to start it. And then TV Fool, like really for geeks and stuff. But I, uh, yeah, Joe, when you're ready to uh, pull the trigger on that, because I, I was reading that uh, Frontier is withdrawing their franchise agreement for TV services from the city of Newburgh. Um, yeah. I yeah. When 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 you uh, are done with FiOS, uh, I'll, I'll I'll hook you up and we'll. I I expected to have it turned off this summer. Honestly, I'm surprised it still works. I've (laughs) been without uh, normal television, or I'm sorry, I've been with normal over-the-air television for about a couple of months now. I don't, I don't miss it too much. I mean, I watch my local shows, and that's about it.
1: So, can I use that that antenna that I have at my place? Do you think that'll work? Right?
2: We might be able to get a few channels out of it. Yeah. (laughs) I would say this: anybody who wants to get decent reception, an outdoor antenna is absolutely best. Second best is one in your attic. Third best. There's one inside your house, but good luck with that.
1: No, I was joking. You re- no, you re- I know. I've seen I remember it. Yeah, where they put that... <laughs> uh, Joe, they, the previous somebody, you know, they have this antenna that's up there. And generally, you have your uh, antenna cable running all the way up to the little guys above. They took a piece of coax cable, bared the center thing, and sheet metal screwed it into the base shaft. Right. That was the connection to the antenna. Nice. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, uh... <laughs> yeah. Brain surgeons there. Um, except for I'm the idiot that hasn't taken it down yet.
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, um that's that's about wraps us up for this show. We're much shorter show than usual. Short show. Um and you know, maybe we'll continue just doing the shorter format shows. Um maybe it's something that you guys want. I, I really want to get your feedback. If if you head over uh, to our website, which is uh, geekgamer.tv. Uh, on the right-hand side there, you'll see a Contact Us link uh, with a, um, a little uh, envelope there. You can click on that or click on the Contact and Follow Us button, the little envelope there. Uh, that will take you to a contact page where you can just go ahead and fill out the little form there and really just uh, let us know uh, what you think of the show. Let us know if you like a shorter format, if you like a longer format. Uh we read everything that's sent to us slash contact is the URL so check that out please. Uh John Kessler, thank you so much sir, much appreciated. You can no follow problem. him on Twitter even though he doesn't tweet, but you can follow him anyway at VWKenny. That's right, you don't tweet.
1: Oh, that's right. I didn't I didn't t- uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, me you, you Yeah,
1: what, what 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 do I Oh, you forgot to ask Joe what he uh tweeted this week.
2: Joe didn't tweet. Hardly anything.
1: No. Okay. Well, anyways, next <laughs>
2: Oh yeah! And by the way, uh, Brian says, and I'll, I'll actually I've I'll probably added a, t- a link in the show notes. Uh, uh, Do it yourself uh, d- digital television antenna. I love DIY. That's good stuff. Mr. Joseph Falby, he's from Oregon. He's our Oregon bureau chief of technology and gaming research. Uh, Joe, thank you so much, sir. We'll see you Thursday for some Minecraft me. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes, Minecraft me, the most popular Minecraft podcast trending right now. And I, it is trending. It's it's very trending. We get more people listening all the time, from all over the world, which is awesome. We get a lot of feedback on that one. Super
0: is... trendy. I'll have to start wearing my, my uh, gunners with uh, during the show. Then. Please stop. <laughs> <No>!
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, we hope you enjoyed watching us and listening to us, Geekgamer or and this is Geekgamer Weekly. Uh, we'll see you next week for another edition. Probably have a special guest in the studio because my dad will be here. <gasps> That's right. Ooh. So he has no uh, knowledge of tech or gaming should be a fun show.
0: We'll ask him about woodworking or something.
2: Welding. Ask him about welding. Oh,
0: welding. Oh, that's, that's geeky. Welding is geeky. We'll
1: my, dad, ask him
2: about- my, my dad's an old school welder. He does a lot of... Um, arc know, welding? Arc welding. Yeah. Does he scoff at TIG and, and MIG welding? I, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll find maybe out. Maybe he's
2: a MIG... What's the one with the sticks? Is that Arc? Arc arc is a stick. Arc Arc is a stick, okay.
1: Meg is the gun with the wire feed through it. Strictly
2: speaking, they're all forms of arc welding because they all... Never
0: mind, we're getting Yeah, Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They they all
1: employ an arc to weld. Um, TIG weld um, is... You basically have a torch. Yeah. You're basically like gas welding but with an arc. Oh. Joe, have you ever TIG welded? Uh,
2: Why are we on this tangent? I don't know. (laughs) I haven't. Oh, wait. No, I haven't. Oh, you know, the show should be fun for next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, for everybody here uh, at the network and uh, all of us from, from us to you, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading the show. We'll see you next week for another edition of Geek Gamer Weekly.
1: Good night, Gracie.